Welcome to this week's episode of the Three Minute Therapy Podcast. And as usual, I have with me Kevin Benbow, an REBT therapist, and Chris Rossini behind the curtain, who's doing our technical uh, activities. And I wanted to thank Chris for helping us with that. Uh, Kevin and I are REBT therapists. REBT is Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, a type of therapy created by Albert Ellis in the 1950s, which created a revolution in psychotherapy from the old style psychotherapy to the current more cognitive, behavioral, activist, directive therapy, where you're taught by the therapist to identify the thinking that's causing your emotional problems, anxiety, depression, anger, or procrastination, because it's our thinking that causes our emotions. So if we have upset emotions, then we have disturbed thinking. And that thinking is in terms of demands, must, shoulds, supposed tos, have tos, demands we put on ourselves, others, or situations. And um, I'm a rationally motive behavior therapist. I do my therapy remotely currently. And uh, I've written a few books. The most notable is Three Minute Therapy, which uses REBT to address a whole host of emotional and behavioral problems. And Kevin, do you want to say a few words about yourself? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm located in uh, Yuma, Arizona, and uh, I've been in private practice since about 2009. Uh, if, you're, uh, if you're in Arizona, I probably take your insurance, and uh, I enjoy helping people challenge their shoulds and musts and uh, other uh, forms of rigid thinking, awfulizing, catastrophizing, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's a very efficient way to help people. Well, today we're discussing virtual reality and how REBT uses it or would use it with helping certain problems. And uh, the basic idea with virtual reality is you can get people to be in situations that they avoid uh, through uh, the, their imagination and looking at a screen through special glasses to, uh, to, um, to expose themselves to situations they're afraid of. So the classic example is if you have acrophobia, a fear of heights, then you can use virtual reality sitting in your office, uh, looking into the screen with these glasses, and it looks like you're high up. And you can use, uh, and then you can get in touch with your demands, must, should, supposed to. I must not feel uncomfortable. I must have a guarantee I'm not going to fall and work on that in the situation, as well as by questioning, challenging, and contradicting those musts uh, on a regular basis, even when you're not in the situation. There's a strategy in REBT called. Um, three-minute imagery or rational emotive imagery where you picture the situation and get in touch with your anxiety and your 
demands and question them. So this is one step beyond that, where you actually see the situation. The third step is actually being the situation, actually crossing the bridge that you have a fear of crossing or looking down from a high 10th uh, floor window in your building. Uh, so that would be in the actual situation, but um, this approximates it. So that's pretty much the basic outline of how we would use virtual reality in, uh, in REBT. Kevin, uh, did you want to add to that? Oh, yeah. Let me, uh, a friend of mine brought some VR goggles into my office when I had a bricks and mortar practice, and I have a uh, fear of heights. And so he put in the program, I put the goggles on, and uh, not only does it look like you're uh, high off the ground, the visual, just the way it looks, it, it makes you feel like you're high off the ground, like you're going to fall. In this particular scenario, uh, I, was, uh, I was poised on a high wire about 100 feet above a, well, about 30 feet rather above a beach and actually felt the fear that I was going to fall. I, I think virtual reality can be a really good precursor to uh, exposure therapy. Uh, it can get us adjusted to the idea that we're we're not going to fall. And then later on, later on, we could move to some of the things that uh, Michael was suggesting, maybe go and uh, look out of a high story window, climb up a uh, set of uh, stairs, uh, well, whatever it is, I think it's a good segue to get one ready in addition to the cognitive work of challenging beliefs, of course. Yeah, you mentioned when you did the, uh, the virtual reality, you experience the fear you're going to fall. And so the fear you're going to fall comes from a demand, a must or a should, mm -hmm. even though it's unlikely I'm going to fall because I'm in a sturdy building that's been up for 30 years or in a bridge that's uh, been around for 50 years. Uh, I must have a guarantee I'm not going to fall. So mm -hmm. often when you have this fear, you have a guarantee in there. I must have, I probably won't. There's a 99.9% .9 chance I won't fall, but what about that 0.01% that's missing? I have to have a guarantee, 10 out of 10 chances I'm not going to fall. So that's a major element in uh, uh, certain fears. fears, fears of heights, fear of closed spaces, um, claustrophobia, and uh, fear of open spaces. Um, agoraphobia. So if you have those fears, look for the must. I must have a guarantee I'll be okay. Or I must have a guarantee or I must not feel uncomfortable. Often it's not the fear of falling or of uh, suffocating in a closed space. Often it's the fear of discomfort. And you could have a physical discomfort if you're in a very, very closed space. You could have a physical discomfort but by the way the visual interacts with your eyes and your brain. So you might feel uncomfortable or if you look down from a high space, you might feel uncomfortable. But then a must often is, I must not feel uncomfortable. And there's a good opportunity to practice experiencing discomfort and showing yourself discomfort is discomfort. It's not the end of the world. 
And life consists of many, many discomforts throughout the day. You've survived, so you'll probably survive for a few more years with these discomforts. Uh, Kevin, did you want to have the last word here? Yeah, it's important to avoid avoidance. Anytime, uh, anytime we avoid something for the sake of comfort, whether it's a, a crowd, whether it's a crowded grocery store, whether it's heights, uh, we're actually reinforcing a uh, we're, we're reinforcing the fear. We're telling ourselves that it truly is awful, and therefore I must avoid it. And so it's important to run toward it or move toward it. Uh, in the past, I've done uh, exposure hierarchies. However, I really feel that just diving in and just going to into the crowded situation and doing your best to stick it out until the level of fear subsides, that's probably the best way. And yes. VR can be a good uh, stepping stone in that direction. Yeah. That's an excellent point about the, the level of fear subsides. Usually emotions aren't constant forever. For example, if you've loved someone, you probably notice that the love waxes and wanes. If you feel anxious, the anxiety waxes and wanes if you stay in that situation. And as Kevin points out, it would be the same here. So work at it, practice, change your thinking, change your behaviors again and again and again, and you start to get a new perspective in your brain. And that's the bottom line of rational emotive behavior therapy. If you enjoyed this video, please uh, give us a like, a thumbs up, comment below if you have questions, challenges, or your own thoughts about this, or you'd like to volunteer and be a guest. Once in a while, we have a guest. Uh, in my view, we don't have as enough guests. I would like to have more. So do us a favor and volunteer to be a guest on a show to discuss a problem, or if you're a therapist, to discuss a problem with a client and uh, suggest subjects to us. Donate to Patreon to support us and subscribe to the Three Minute Therapy podcast to stay on the rational side of life.